1: Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 107.1. And, and, and what have you
2: learned, learned, learned? Of course, the big news in celebrity uh, stories today is that golf star tiger woods was in a one car accident this morning in california he is uh, in the hospital dealing with some leg injuries and that's about all we know at this point tmz's starting to leak some information like people saw him speeding away from the parking lot of the hotel he was staying at oh they're keeping it very tight about what's going on oh my gosh i mean that was a
1: big his car went off
2: Like, is off Mulholland Drive or what? Yeah,
1: I don't know. It looks
2: horrible. Yeah, Yeah, and supposedly TMZ's saying he was uh, conscious enough to indicate that he needed his manager to pick up the stuff out of the car and stuff like that, so... uh um, now my eyebrows are raising all the way up. (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's just what I gleaned from TMZ. Here's a story I think you guys are going to be interested in. Axl Rose is going to be a cartoon... Thursday night in an episode of Scooby-Doo and Guess Who on the Boomerang network and you, you know Axel Roses right Yeah okay. of course Rocco but right, just, just tell us you guys you know I didn't see your jaws drop or anything so I just didn't know if you Scooby- were
1: Scooby-Doo I've um, actually you? never
2: even heard of the show you know there's been a different a bunch of uh, varieties of the Scooby-Doo uh, television show. This one, I guess, is called Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? Supposedly, Fred and Velma and the gang show up at a Route 66 diner. And while they're uh, there, they uh, go to f- inside this abandoned diner to see if they have Wi-Fi, only to find Axel Rose there. And I guess he helps them, uh, perhaps, solve the mystery. Wow. Hi. So check that out. Uh, And Variety's reporting that Taylor Kitsch will star alongside Chris Pratt in Amazon's adaptation of Jack Carr's best-selling novel The Terminal List about a platoon of SEALs ambushed during a high-stakes covert mission. And about the aftermath that they uh, go through once they return home. And right. we love, him. We I'm love I'm so
1: many job. I'm so he glad hasn't he hasn't had, had anything job. since
3: Waco, which was a really good series, but yeah. All right. And of course Friday Night Lights is where Tim so, Robbins. Yeah. Check that out.
2: Oh gosh. It's good right. news, Rocco. Thanks. Yeah, we'll get some more uh dirt in about sixteen minutes with Ms. Elizabeth Reese. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, let's just get to the five o'clock hours of the show.
1: Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk one zero seven one.
2: studios, because uh, one of the people with the name on the marquee is back in that studio, and her name's Lori. She survived a shark shark infestation. She She survived reading 12 books. (laughs) She survived bringing 12 books on a flight. I still don't, I still can't get over it, like... I no, have a she, carry-on has,
3: suitcase that's just got books. my sand cloud
2: just, blanket, my books. Because these aren't like tiny books. I'm assuming no, these are No, because these
3: are hard covers. Covers. These are
1: first-run. Well, they had a mix. Yeah. I had a but, mix. But the best is she even had one in the
3: three-ring Ring binder, binder. Which was a really wonderful book. It hasn't author. even been published yet. We're Samantha, writing the blurb. Dovetails in tall grass. Amazing. I love
1: the title. Mm-hmm. Was she so excited when you told her uh, how I, much you loved it? I'm so glad I brought it. Because I remember you're like, Julie, I'm waiting for this book for to come for us that I have to, that yeah. know, we're going to get a little burp for it.
3: Yeah. Oh, it was a wonderful book. Really good. And is she local? Uh, she went to high school, I believe, at, uh, is there West Tonka or Mount? West Tonka? West Tonka. West okay. Tonka. West
1: Tonka. West <laughs> Tonka. It's like a Fil A. <laughs> yeah, I think she lives in
3: Texas now, Samantha Speck. But the book hasn't been published yet, so okay. I don't want to get people excited no, about all it. But right. I'll get excited about it when we have her on and stuff. And right. I'm so glad that uh, she, she got out. it to me in the three-ring binder, yes. and I brought it, and it was just a great story.
1: I, I love mm. that. All right. So here is um, a couple things that are going on today. Um, Shailene Woodley is kind of all over everything right now because she's in a movie with um, Jodie Foster about um, Jodie Foster plays the attorney that got the guy released from Guantanamo Bay that was in there for 14 years without even be char- being charged with is it. Is that Mauritian yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I the Mauritian. know how to I it. Could Mauritanian or Mauritanian. something? Mauritanian. Yeah, that's Thank it. You. And so Jodie Foster is a huge Green Bay Packer fan, okay?
3: And, of course, Shailene...
1: Shailene Woodley is her co-star, and she, during COVID, started dating, um, not Brett Favre, but the younger one, Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Wait,
2: Jodie Foster's a Green Bay Packer fan?
1: Huge, huge. If you had been listening last week when we talked about it, you would know. No. How would you like that snarky yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. I snuck it in between Royals and Housewives, so he shuts down <laughs> oh, completely. <yeah>. Right.
2: <laughs> I think I had something to
1: do. I think so. All right, so here she is talking with...
2: Um, the Tonight Show. Yeah. Yes, and it's uh, Carson Daly reporting on her interview. On yes. The Show. Thank you. Shailene Woodley, and pop star today, the big Little Lies actress, was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon where she did confirm some of that very big news that's been floating around for a few weeks now. It is true. She is engaged to NFL star Aaron Rodgers. They met during the pandemic and as she revealed to Jimmy, they've actually been engaged for some time and she is not much of a football fan.
1: For us, it's not new news, you know, so it's kind of funny. Everybody right now is freaking out over it and we're like, yeah, we've been engaged for a while. (laughs) When we met also, like I knew he was a football guy, but I didn't know like what kind of a football guy he was <laughs> oh um, and I'm still constantly learning. I'm still like, Oh wow. You know, friends would be like, you got to watch his YouTube greatest or you got. And I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. He's good.
2: He's yeah. great. He's I, like, really I, don't, good. I
1: don't understand.
2: <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs>
1: Cause I don't know him as a football guy. I know him as like the nerd who wants to host jeopardy, you know, yeah. like that's the dude I know.
2: <laughs> a football <laughs> guy. He's a football right. Why does that
1: bug me so much? That He doesn't know that they're dating. Well, okay, because I kind of thought it was kind of...
3: Oh, I had no idea who this guy was, and I still haven't bothered to learn about him, even
1: though we are engaged. And we've been engaged for quite a while. Well, they've met just yeah. in COVID, and he just broke it up with... It sounds... It doesn't sound... I think if Shailene uh, is not... I,
3: I don't know. It, to me, I would be like, Ed, don't be so dismissive of my football skills. It's not like Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback for a team we don't know. He's Right. A-
1: He's a big deal. In football. But she's just trying to make a joke of it. Kinda well, maybe, like,
3: but it sounded cringy.
1: Yeah. So I think
3: it's because they overlapped
1: with Danica Patrick, with Danica the race Patrick. Car driver that he was dating. So she gets very
3: nervous and then starts um, lying or telling little white lies.
1: There you go. Telling little white little lies. Little white
3: lies to like, pretend like she doesn't really know he, who he is and stuff. Like, right.
1: go that way. Right. You know, okay, so imagine this, sitting down. You, every, that stuff
3: happens, by the way. There is overlap sometimes.
1: There is overlap. Sometimes people need an overlap to leave. Oh, gosh, that was in what? That was a Hollywood speak last week, Lori. Someone said, I'm not going to leave unless there's an overlap. Why would I mess up what I've got unless mm. I've got something better to go to? This was a big one. I, I'm gonna. It's going to come back to me who that was. So this is an interesting interview. So for Interview Magazine... The March issue, 2021, Mariah Carey interviews Cardi B. Oh. Okay. So, Mariah Carey, here's kind of what we get I'm up- glad the interview is still around. Same. I haven't seen it on a newsstand. Remember how
2: big it big, used to
1: huge, be? Huge, huge, oversized. That was oversized. like a big
2: thing. Rocker, yep. You probably don't I even know. know. I remember that in the Do 90s, you remember it? 80s and 90s, yeah.
1: Okay. So, Cardi B... Um, is sitting there and they're doing a Zoom conference thing, okay? And so um, Mariah Carey's saying, you've settled into this whole celebrity thing in terms of connecting with other artists. Are there people you've met and had great relationships? Like, they're cool and you become friends and then there are situations when you're like, well... I guess I could have been friends with this person if they hadn't acted in such a way I've noticed in my life. So oh, Mariah Carey says, "I feel like
3: Gray." She's somehow mm-hmm. talking about J Lo underneath it all.
1: And it funny that you yeah. would say that. And then this is what Cardi B responds. A lot. Of, I wish I could talk like her because I love how she talks. Yeah, yeah. A lot of celebrities invite me to places, but I'm really shy. We're doing this over the phone, you, me, and Mariah right now. But if it was in person, I wouldn't be able to look you in the eyes, Mariah, basically. That's how nervous I get around celebrities. And sometimes my head starts talking like, oh, gosh, I look stupid. I feel stupid. I'm dumb. I can't have this conversation. And Mariah says, we all do that, except for Mm J-Lo. And then Cardi B goes on to say that she doesn't want to get close to a celebrity and feel like they have a connection. And then out out of nowhere... The said celebrity would do something to disappoint her, so it's like remember this: you don't don't, don't meet your heroes, right? You're one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And Cardi B goes on to say, "I've always had the same friends. I'm very loyal. If I'm your friend, I'm gonna always ride hard for you." I like Offset, and this is what Offset said something. But if you don't ride hard for me, or you do some funny stuff. I'm going to feel a certain type of way. My husband, Offset...
3: Already has learned this lesson.
1: Always tries to tell me, you can't think like that because you've got to network and this is not real life. You've got to understand that.
3: But she just says... I say listen to your gut, Cardi, and don't listen to Offset. Mm
1: -hmm. And she says, we're we're just people, but this business can make certain celebrities into different types of people. Mariah Carey says, I expect everybody to be real with me, Mariah says do you think that the business has changed you or have you seen it change other people you may have known before they came up? And this is what Cardi B says. That's why I stay away from people. My fans want me to interact with more artists, but if I love their music, I don't want to meet them because I don't want to hate them. Mm. So she must've obviously, um, you know, really met some people that she idolized and then just thought, no, you're not, you're not anything good. And then here's what Mariah Mm -hmm. asked her about her upcoming album. And Cardi says, I feel like I'm missing some songs on the album. Everybody's rushing me to put it out, but I don't know if it's the right time. Because, you know, album sales are so big right right now. So she's, I like her so much.
3: You know, I do too. I like her and I like um, Billie Eilish was on the cover of uh, February Vandy Fair. So I was able to (coughs) read that whole, it was so thin. Fanny Fair is so thin right now Is it but what
1: issue was it It was the February, February. issue
3: but ah oh, Billy Ash it was such a great interview and um she just really I'm interested. I don't know if anyone else will want to watch it, her documentary. Yes, on Apple Plus. Yeah. Like
1: I, what's, it's called...
2: Um, do you like
3: her, Rocco? Billie Eilish? Yeah, I do. I mean, after reading the interview,
1: I'm just so kind of struck the, with her. The world's a little bunny is what it's going to be called. Yeah. She's just got... She's got a cool, good hand on her shoulders.
3: Yeah, but she also is... Like, she has an honesty with her fans and in her music that has made her like how Adele, when her first album yeah. came out, it just connected and like to go from, bam, she's literally overnight famous. Yeah. And anyway, that was a really good interview. And then the the story that I couldn't believe that was like hard pounding to read is the in-depth story analysis about Kobe Bryant and that last flight. About oh. the helicopter company, the the, pilot. the guy who flew the plane, all the people that were on it. But basically, I mean, and even though I know as I'm reading it, how the story ends, it was really the way the story was written was really like unbelievable. But basically the same thing that happened with JFK Jr. Arrogance. The spatial, this, yeah. whatever they yeah. call it, Disorientation. something.
1: Disorientation. Where you don't know what's up you're up not flying what's with down, instruments
3: down. Yep. and you don't know what's up from down. Yep. And so, sort of the same thing. But that was that was really.
1: Isn't it fun when you get really good reporting and you get a
3: really great story? And that's why I'm like all excited. The March issue, Vandy Fair, it's the Hollywood issue. Yes. Oh, what are you Julia. saying? What are you saying? I'm just saying that used to be everything. Everything. there the cover be several, everything. There would be several deep dives into vintage scandal yeah. stuff. I feel like they're dialing it in because the lack of ad revenue and the photoshopping on this uh, cover is Oh, well, here We always
1: have a problem. Oprah had two arms once. Yeah. There's always a problem photoshopping. Here's who's Susanna-
0: on Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: On the front, front cover okay. of the 27th annual holiday show. Okay. Michael B. Jordan, Charlize Theron, front and center, Zendaya, Sacha Baron Cohen, and Spike Lee. So it's more, you know, there's five. That's those are the five. And then there's other people inside. And Maya Rudolph has a story. And I'll read it cover to cover. But it's just, where is the dish?
1: I Where's Brad Pitt? <laughs>
3: yeah, I know it. I know. It. And if you look at Vanity Fair, you can look at their past covers. Yeah. They would just cram so Everyone many people in. It. And they do an actual photo shoot. You can tell yeah. all of these were shot Separately, separate and, then and, f- and photoshopped yeah. by a highly... Qualified intern.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not even an employee, waggle. Just an all intern. right. Oh that's, gosh, we've go. we've that's got to go with this. is my take. All right. We've got the dirt with Elizabeth Reese today, and we'll be right back.
2: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
1: Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert.
0: Hi, friends. Hello. Nice to be with you on this Dirt Alert. I'm filling in for Holly. She's getting a well-deserved vacay. And I yes. just got back from a well-deserved vacay, so oh. I didn't get to hear your lovely voice yesterday. <laughs> well, I was here. It was a joy. It's nice to hear both of you. Um, I got to talk about Tiger Woods to start it out. Yeah, because we're just this is, looking it up. It's the biggest story of the day. I've just been, I think I've still got it piped up here. I'm watching the live press conference that's happening right now with uh, the L.A. Sheriff's Department as they're talking about this. Um, so here's what we know. Okay. Tiger Woods suffered multiple leg injuries, went into surgery after crashing his car in L.A. County this morning. Okay, so his agent and authorities are saying this. Now, here's one thing that is good. He was talking and conscious after the crash. Okay, um, And so lots of people are, of course, uh, tweeting out lots of celebrities that they're hoping that Tiger Woods is doing okay. Um, his longtime agent, Mark Steinberg, said in a statement around noon Pacific time that Tiger Woods was currently in surgery and thanking the public for privacy and support. So but reporters are like hammering the L.A. County Sheriff's Department with questions right now. So the crash happened at about 7, 12 a.m. near the border of Rolling Hills Estates and Ranchos Palos Verdes, which mm-hmm. is a coastal city in L.A. County. Uh, his car was going north on Hawthorne Boulevard and it rolled and crashed. Uh, Nobody knows right now exactly what led to the crash. No other vehicles were involved, though. But this road where he crashed is apparently very steep, and it's easy for drivers to pick up speed. So I was wondering what he was driving, because you always wonder if it's like a super fast sports car or what's going on. And it was a Genesis, which is Hyundai's luxury division.
1: But it was an SUV, one, wasn't it? I think it? so. It yeah, a, It looked yeah. like
0: not a, not a huge SUV though. It didn't look like it had like a massive third
1: row no, or anything. But it was it's a Genesis well, SUV? Well, how about
3: what TMZ is reporting that he was at the hotel, leaving the hotel where Grownish is being filmed? Yes, and he,
0: tell us that part of the story. That he was. So there are crew members now, so they're shooting the show Grownish, and <laughs> which uh, is so good. That's where Tiger was staying. And production sources say that when the director arrived just before 7 a.m., Tiger was driving his car very fast as he was leaving the property and almost hit the director's car, the director of the episode. And so that director was shaken enough to tell the staff about it, like walks in and is like, oh, my gosh, I just almost got mowed over by Tiger Woods. Um, A crew member who saw Tiger as he got into his SUV at the hotel tells TMZ that once Tiger... Got in his vehicle. There was a little bit of a delay in driving off because his SUV was blocked yeah. by another another car. Was loading in luggage, yeah. okay. and he appeared agitated and impatient. And the crew member says, once the delay was over, so once that other car got out of the way, Tiger took off fast. Yeah. So yeah. law enforcement sources saying uh, that he was alert enough to ask first responders to have his manager pick up his stuff. Okay, okay. that is the red flag. Yeah, at the hotel. Yep. N-
3: it read,
1: whether Just it came in the car or, yeah. or here or well, wherever it was, it's, like, it's or... like Kevin
3: Hart when yeah. he got in the yeah. accident and he ended up 20 miles away from the people who were in the backseat. Right. Yeah.
0: So TMZ says that cops have not found anything illicit inside the vehicle. Yeah,
3: the manager came and got everything. Um, so,
0: <laughs> yeah, who knows? Or what, what did they go to the hotel and get all everything out yes. of the hotel, yes. which yes. was where he was staying? Right. Um, so... Uh, that's the latest that we have about Tiger Woods. Well, I and hope he's going to be okay now. I do too. It was not clear whether he was going to play in the Masters before this. I think it's pretty clear now that it's not going to happen. Right. It's less than seven weeks away. Yeah. Um, Because he had been recovering from another back surgery. Right. And then
3: Wait, you'll. Wasn't he in a celebrity golf tournament the day before? Like yes. David Way or Spade.
0: Dwayne Wright and David Spade? And, yeah. Yeah. You know, they had to use practice. the jaws of life to get him out. I know. Whoa. it.
1: And did you watch the documentary on HBO?
0: I watched the first episode, and I haven't gotten to watch the second one oh yet. Oh, my gosh. But I really thought that the first one was so telling and um, and so fascinating to learn about him. You know, he's he's got a, such a drive and such a gift, but he also has a lot to overcome and a yep. lot of demons. Yep. Um, this is the third high-profile car accident that Tiger Woods has had. You'll remember the one in 2009 in which he crashed his SUV into a fire hydrant outside of his Florida home in the middle of the night. And, of course, that led his to... his wife was chasing, chasing him chasing with him a with golf, golf club. club. That's exactly right. And <laughs> yep. that's where uh, he lost where numerous sponsors. Yep. Yeah. He stepped away from golf for months. He and Elon eventually divorced. And then the one... Um, Even prior to that was when remember when or it wasn't an accident, but he was found with the DUI on the car in the side of the road at 3 Mm a.m. passed out in the car and he had Vicodin and stuff like that. And he said that it was because of a mix of prescription medications.
1: They show that footage in the documentary. He's wasted. Yeah, I feel for this guy.
0: Well, I think, you know, this is what I've been talking about. We talked about this a little bit on Twin Cities Live. It's like, you know, when you watch that series or you watch that and then when you watch... um the Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, you see the ins and outs. Now they were a little bit different because Tiger Woods didn't sanction this docu series that's on HBO. But you you see the intense drive and the gift mm-hmm. and just that of professional that athletes. fierce competitor. But though, and those two are on a whole nother level of professional. I mean, not even most professional athletes are like those two guys, right? And I I simultaneously think, wow, that's so amazing, and also I'm so glad. That's not me because I don't think the cost, I don't think the price you have to pay for that is worth it. Mm -hmm. Did you watch
3: the framing Britney Spears? Yes, I did. I watched it a couple of weeks
0: ago. That was another one that all I want is more of that. I wanted like 10 more episodes of that because I just felt like, I felt like it skimmed over too much well,
1: because it was only an was hour. She only, they only had one person, though, who went on the yeah, record. Yeah. 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 Well,
3: apparently those filmmakers say they have more footage and they just weren't sure what the... Because it's a part of this New York Times presents these...
0: Right. These the, docuseries. Docuseries. Yeah. It's yeah. like a mini episode. It's like one episode in that series. Yeah.
3: Right. But they said that they have more and that was just kind of... It was stomach-turning.
0: Yeah, It was... Um, Dr. Dre taking some shots at his estranged wife, calling her a greedy <gasps> bee in oh, his new song. Uh,
1: Yikes. Well, he really,
3: he's really mad that he's got to pay her I know. $2 million million a month. Yeah. $2 million. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Well, that's how much money he had. And they've been together for 20 20- Six years. Yeah, and he made a
0: lot of money when he sold beats. Right. And, no and that's just a drop in the bucket. So
3: what, he has a new song out? Somebody helped him while he's recovering from his aneurysm
0: yeah, yeah, during it's, the song? It's a new song that was just previewed last night by DJ Silk. Oh, dear. Um, And he has some lyrics about her. Oh. He talks about perjury oh. while he's in surgery. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's geez.
3: a nice rhyme, though. Oh. Huh? Yep. Girl, you know how to get
0: money. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: Ah, uh, you know that's like he's got kids with her. I know. I, I, so I have no respect
1: for that. But he's
3: really he does really think that all that money is his. Yeah.
1: Which he does. is which is just gross. It's after just not being the tr- in a marriage for that long. And, and
0: it's also like you have so much money.
1: Yeah. How much so, do you need?
0: Yeah. So so much. More. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, um, Clive Davis has to postpone the Grammy's bash that he's hosted forever. He was diagnosed with Bell's palsy.
1: Okay. Do you know anyone who's had that?
0: Um I'm sure I do, but I don't. I've never like had anyone close to having it.
1: I've, I, we've known a couple people in our life who've had it, and it is. Um, you know why I'm talking is about your face drooping? Yes. Yeah, yeah so your, your face, face droops, droops yeah. and you
0: can't talk. Usually, yeah. it's, I think it's one side of your face. It's <clears throat> one droops. side of your
1: face, but I've known, and I've usually known it on younger people, like, you know, 30-ish, but older. How the po- hell old is Clive Davis? He's got to be like 78. Well, this
0: is the first time in 45 years of hosting the event that he's had to
1: postpone.
3: Yeah, he discovered Whitney Houston. Yeah. He founded Bad Boy Records. Yeah, well, Houston. she was, yeah, and that it, was was a big part
1: of Kelly Clarkson's early launch. She legendary. Yeah. And
3: then tried to screw yes, Kelly he Clarkson did. over. That's true. We yeah. will never forget. We have
0: we can, long gossip <laughs> memories here. I know here, you're Elizabeth. doing so good. I've missed you.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Elizabeth. <laughs> All right, talk to you later. All right, we'll be back. We've got the study of Duh. We'll be right back.
2: My Talk 1071 presents My Talk Loves Local. All month long, we are focusing on small businesses in the community that could use our love. And today's My Talk Loves Local uh, has been presented by El Burrito Mercado. I know this morning at 8.30, 30, uh, Jason and Alexis and them uh, talked to Melissa from El Burrito Mercado, in case you want to check that out. That's a favorite. Place of me. Oh, I love it too. Of oh, me.
3: It's such a good. It's such a fun place to go to pick up oh. easy and delicious food. And they
1: catered like both of our kids' graduations parties, and they're so great at catering too. If yeah. You yep. made, yeah. Mixed and we staff. drive.
2: I mean, once you uh, eat their homemade salsas, oh. you will never buy another jarred salsa again ever in your life. Yeah. They have
1: this green. I don't know that it's the tomatilla a tomatilla sauce. I, it's not a tomatilla, but it's something.
2: There's a couple of green ones. There's, there, the agu- there's the aguacate. What's in that? I think there's some avocado in That's there. That's the one. There's another it's one so called good. borracho, which is drunken, which is green and it's super spicy.
3: Oh, yeah. Any time I, you know, a sauce is called so,
1: drunken, yeah, it's going to be on fire. That sounds so good. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so good for dinner tonight.
2: Ooh, yeah. It's good, okay. Well, let's right. get Are you ready to, this. to hit this. Let's get it. To All it. right. A uh, duh. 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 This duh. is The Study duh. of duh, duh with noted duh. academic duh. journal duh. skimmer, duh. Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that duh. Everybody knows.
3: This is really exciting. Duh? Okay. Well, it's never really been studied before, but it was published in the Journal of Scientific Reports just last week, Julia. So okay. again, I had time on the plane to read. <laughs> But what they uh, did is that, you know, they've never, people are always like, I wonder what dogs are thinking, right? Mm -hmm. And you think, oh, they're thinking like I'm thinking. They seem to know when they've done something bad, when, you know, all these sort of things. So what, they did a canine behavioral study and just like people, your dog understands the consequences of their actions and they behave and show it in a body awareness. Okay. Looking to, you know, whatever they do. And I think, oh, this is a big duh. Wait. This is what dog owners have always thought about their animals, but they've never been able to prove it.
1: Okay. Until now. All right.
3: Basically, dogs are more in tune with themselves than your average guy. Okay. Oh, really? I'm kidding. The I main,
1: I know you're. But
3: the main re- is no one has ever thought to look into it. So what they did, it, it was conducted with um, 54 adult dogs, all different kinds of dogs, okay. from palms, little dogs to big dogs. You know, blah blah blah. And the test was pretty simple. They attached a toy to a mat, and the dog had to understand that in order to hand the toy to the owner, they had to get off the mat. Okay. Okay, so you think seriously, they couldn't figure out why they were there when the mat wasn't moving, but you forget they're dogs, you know. Sure. And so how many of us have to, you know, deal with toys attached to the thing we're sitting on, like as a human experiment? So every single big dog, 32 of the 54, figured out that they had to get up, and a lot of the little dogs barked. At the toy on the mat, okay, which is yeah, kind of classic. What we think the of big yappers. and little dog, yes, totally behavior. And um, so, anyway, it was just published, and they just wanted to see, you know, does do dogs? We think that that they're doing this. Are they really doing it? They are. They doing are. It. Mm-hmm. Now, why do dogs sometimes slide headfirst into sliding glass doors and? <laughs> And they can't screens,
1: see it, the sun.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Anyway. They can't, they can't what?
1: They can't see it sometimes. Yeah. The sun might be in their eyes or something. I don't know, but I... I he, he
3: walked into a screen door when we were in Hawaii. Yeah. Woke me up. I thought, what the hell is happening? Walked into the screen door and dropped his cup of coffee. It's like 5.30 Ouch. in the morning. I'd just, probably
2: do that once or twice.
3: Yeah. He, do, you,
1: do you get up so... Does he get up so early when you travel? So <sighs> It doesn't change. The he clock just needs his six
3: hours of sleep.
1: Yeah, that's it. Okay.
3: Yeah. So. Okay. So that's one mm-hmm. dog thing. Here's another one for you, because as long as I was in the me, dog world, in the Journal of Scientific Report, I uh-huh. found myself going over to canine research, and here's the study: <laughs> Is your pet? As one does. Is your pet an extension of yourself? Yeah. What do you guys think? I'm going to say yes.
2: Ex- an extension of yourself, of yourself. meaning. Like most pet owners think they
3: share the same personality as their animals. Just like if you've ever gone to a dog show, they look like resemble their dogs. Yes,
2: I don't. I. Well, I think you. You know, eighty
3: percent of people think that their dog's personality matches the personality they have.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't assume that. I. I would. I. You know, what if you get like a crazy dog and you're a calm person? Well, well, that's the the, one-off, and that's when you're looking to find a new home
3: for that animal, (laughs) because my sister did have a dog named Diesel (laughs) that was possessed by the devil. I said we should have called him El Diablo. (laughs) There you go. You couldn't wear fuzzy socks around the dog. He'd attack you. Oh, yeah. He was just a hellhound. He was a hellhound right out of, um, you know, my show that I liked with the boys. um, Yeah. I can't. Jared Padalecki. I know. What's Supernatural.
1: Supernatural. Okay. Honestly.
3: But yeah, 50, 80% of people think that their dog personality is also their personality. So people that have, you know, like I think of my mom, she's always had palms and... Yeah. Um, Little York. She hasn't never no. had a Yorkie, but like my sister Carrie had a Yorkie for a long time and like 15 years old and... Just like, yeah, yappy, thought she was bigger than everybody else, (laughs) really, really cute. You know, my other sister had a dog that, honestly, they had the same hair, (laughs) Lily, and and the same temperament. And my mom always has that. Yeah, so I think people do think that, you know.
1: That's why they get along so well with their puppies. And many
3: people describe their pets as smart
1: Oh, club. duh. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't believe how smart Hank is in Montana.
3: Oh, the puppy? Oh, yeah.
1: I had FaceTime with him last night. Oh, you did? I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's... But three when out of was ten people was just brought home to the family last two, couple months ago.
3: But people think also people pick up they think they have an ang- an anxious dog. People pick up on that too. My dog is anxious. Maybe it's a rescue or something well, like the, that. Yes,
1: I would say that, or the, or, they, or they they don't like other dogs. You drama know.
3: queen dog, right, right. Drama, drama king, some different
1: ones like that,
3: right? You know. The dogs that slowly pull the trash out of your trash <laughs> bag crazy. and then drop it all around the house you know yeah. drama yeah um okay here's another one okay uh overweight packing on the pounds later in life may actually help you live longer yay yay this, this is it, ohio is, state university this is good news people uh they say people who enter adulthood at a normal weight and start to pack on the pounds later in life, actually lived the longest. They followed the residents of one city in Massachusetts and their children for 70 years.
1: Okay, this blows me away.
3: And their findings revealed that the young people with a healthy BMI, who gradually became overweight but never obese, have the greatest lifespans. And the adults who live even longer are those who keep... They're pretty much their regular regular
1: weight. They're regular well, right. weight. The people That's who say it, they're regular weight. Yeah, yeah. but so, so so gaining weight. Well, the other thing is, it makes you look younger. I mean, there are so many studies in the last two weeks about not losing weight too. Losing fast.
3: weight can leave you looking much older. Yeah,
1: it really does. It mm-hmm. gives you hollows in your cheeks. You mm-hmm. know, you need to keep some food in. They your- call
3: it diet face in the biz.
1: <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. Because if you lose weight too fast, if you've had a lot of weight to lose. It can give make you sunken and hollow.
3: I think they're trying to come up with bigger, better facelifts because, like, look at how like Simon Cowell, Renee Zellweger, and Celine Dion,
1: yeah,
3: thin, thin, and then they have the face, yeah, a little bit, yep. Where you go, wow, what happened? And what they did, skinny. This is what they did in this study out of um, the University of Milwaukee. They looked at head scans on two occasions, at least ten years apart. And facial fat goes down by about 12% over that decade. Wow, but it's so that's why, like, if you great. look at pictures of yourself in your 20s yeah. or late teens. You're just full cheeks. Full, full, full cheeks. My face looked like a dinner plate.
1: Yeah. Round and round. So did mine. Yeah.
3: So the volume loss yep. theory of facial aging is
1: correct. It mm. is. Mm-hmm. It's another reason, you know. Keep Keep on pounds. uh, What's
3: the Catherine Deneuve?
2: Choose your butt. Choose your face. There you go. You got to make a choice, Rocco. I I I did not know that was a phrase. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and there's
3: always good news for dad bods. You know.
1: Damn. People mm. dig them. Some people really dig them. Yeah, I know. Something Mm
3: -hmm. to hang on to. (laughs) We. All right. Listen. We'll be right uh, back with a little George Clooney news. Everybody, well, we've got two scandals that are going to be produced into documentary or TV series. What are they going to be? Well, here's the first one: Netflix is going to do a documentary on the college admissions scandal.
1: Oh yeah, I know that. I'm I, I'm excited about. Are you? Yeah, why not? Because it's from
3: the same people who made Tiger King and uh, uh, the Fry, Fry the Greatest Party That Never Happened. Oh. Which that was, was really, good. That was good. I that liked was both good. Of did those. you ever watch yeah. that about the Fry Festival?
2: I never did. There was the two competing ones right Wait. Yeah,
3: Netflix and Hulu. We watched it. Yeah, we did. It was like it was really good. F- a fascinating thing about how people can how just... How the Instagrammers influencers got influenced it influenced all these people for nothing.
1: And Yeah.
3: Yeah. So that's who's doing it. So okay. that's pretty good cred. And then George Clooney is going to produce a docuseries on the athletic sex abuse that went on at the wrestling team at Ohio State University. Right. certain congressman was on that thing. So he's getting political with you know wanting to leverage some of his money and producing some things that have a hard time getting money.
1: Sure. Let's 100%. Face it. I, I like that. And tonight on MTV, the BTS, BTS... Unplugged. Set your DVR. What time do we think that's starting?
3: It's probably 8. Rock said it up earlier. Yeah,
2: it's on MTV. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're going to watch
3: it. When have we seen an MTV Unplugged? It's been forever. And this is BTS. That's since
2: Carson Daly
1: worked there. It feels like it was so... No, MTV Unplugged was like Nirvana, you know, when they would play to perform. All right, I guess it's been forever. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of cute. So Drew Barrymore her press team is working hard yesterday was her birthday oh, dear. David Letterman showed up in person okay. she Cameron Diaz kind of shared some funny stories because those two went are back to Cameron BFF yeah those guys are BFF so but here's Steven Spielberg you know had her directed her in ET when she was just six years old right right and he's also her Godfather so he wasn't thrilled when she posed for Playboy in 1995. And so when she posed, Steven Spielberg, her godfather, sent her a copy of the nude photos, but with paper doll clothes over her covering the skin. And so then she apologized to him by sending him back the pictures of herself dressed as a nun. And he <laughs> says funny. he just was so upset with her and... um A week later, because he was
3: a regular reader of Playboy is my
1: my goddaughter in this. Yeah, right. This is really a buzzkill for this episode. And the, the photos of the nuns that she sent back to him about a week later were three photos where she's dressed up as a nun in front of a church. She captioned them. I'm sorry. I've seen the light and I'm on my way. And apparently, these two hang out all the time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and um, he's just been parental to them forever. But that's kind of funny. He never body shamed her for it, but just was kind of embarrassed. Yeah, you know, like well, I he enjoyed I know you. his. Uh, I don't want to see issue. this, here's the story I was saving for yeah. you. Do you remember when Olivia Newton-John's fiance went missing? Yes. Okay, so his name was Patrick McDermott. And there's going to be a new memoir by his Are wife. Are you sure it's Patrick McDermott? Yes. yes. Okay. It is. I mean, um, did he fake his own 16 years death? ago. Well, 16 years ago, he vanished without a trace. Um, under baffling circumstances, when he vanished without a trace from a fishing charter.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So the mystery surrounding his disappearance may soon be solved by his ex-wife, Yvette Napar. She's been writing a memoir since 2005 about the incident, apparently with help from Olivia Newton John. And they become very close over the years. They're Define bonded? The they're bonded over the confusion over what the hell happened to him. So it's um gonna be coming out and it's called What Are the Chances? And this Yvette has a son, Chance, who's twenty eight. And is this um, his dad?
3: Yeah. Oh wow.
1: So what happened is Yvette was an actress who peer, appeared on Melrose Place, 21 Jump Street, CSI Miami. When she married Patrick in 1992, they divorced June of 93 while she was pregnant with their son Chance. Two years ago, she you know posed a picture of Chance, but Patrick, 48, went missing from a fishing boat called Freedom, which had set off from San Pedro Marina. On an expedition in 2005. None of the 22 passengers saw him go overboard during the trip. And he was not reported missing until a week later when Olivia Newton John contacted authorities that he failed to show up at a family uh, gathering. I can't find my boyfriend. Remember that? She had been in the middle of a promotional tour in Australia. When he vanished from the boat, which is why it took her so long to I think she we, was missing. I thought that we knew that he showed up. Australian tabloid claimed to have discovered Patrick alive and well in 2017, but it later emerged they had found the wrong man.
2: Mm. They mm. never found him. I thought they did too. Interesting.
1: Yes, but it was the wrong guy. But that would be like having read all great,
3: these mystery thrillers, great. how would you disappear yourself? Yes.
1: Oh, you read that many good ones? Did they cover these in the books you read on the vacation? Yeah, there was
3: one about, yeah. How
1: to make yourself disappear in today's day and
3: age. Or what would you do if you were in Bora Bora on your honeymoon and on your snorkeling trip you found a bunch of paper in the water and then this bag came up to the surface that had a a gun, a million dollars in cash, two million dollars in diamonds, and a USB stick.
1: How do you disappear with that?
3: That book. What, what book is that? That one? book is called Something in the Water. Okay. My new friend Amanda saved my butt and had a book for me on my last something day. Something in the water. Yeah, Something in the Water, and the gal who wrote it, she was like a actress, also on um, Downton Abbey. Oh, okay. But that was kind of a really uh, heart pounding. That sounds Story good. like, what would you do, you guys, if you found, you found that?
1: that much? Well, you'd keep some. I would turn it you in. You don't, don't
3: turn on the phone that was <laughs> Ever. in the briefcase Ever. for sure. Wow. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. Yeah, that was a
3: good. That was kind of a good premise I of like that, that story. scenario. But, but would, is, like, what would you do?
1: I would keep would a few of the diamonds and say they were missing.
3: Yeah. How do you get rid of diamond? I mean, it's like really, yeah. I don't
1: know. How do you
3: set a, set up a swiss bank account it was just a delicious that sounds like mystery. a good
1: page turner it
3: was a good page oh my gosh that
1: is another book i can recommend on my many list of books well rather. and if you want to hear the rest of the books we talked about them today in our first hour yeah um, and i
3: also tweeted yeah. a partial for no actually pretty full list
1: all right all right glad all right. you're back love yeah Blacko, thank you see ya the, the band is back together we'll be back tomorrow everyone have a great night Job done off you go